0: You're listening to The Nerd Couple Show. Settling nerd couple arguments one episode at a time. I was completely mental. Honestly, Ron, you're saying that about someone else. What? And And here's your hosts,
1: Jen Page Page and John John Curtis. Curtis. You know how to love me like a nerd. Good morning, nerds. Morning, nerds. On today's show, is Miss Marvel marvelous or is it missing the mark? The importance of Showtime's first lady and later some nerd news. First up in Nerd Couple Argument... What movie franchises do not have a single bad movie? And is Jurassic Park one of them?
0: <laughs> it's time for a nerd couple argument.
1: Oh, I love a
0: juicy nerd couple fight, Mr. J.
1: We saw Jurassic Park Dominion. Mm-hmm. And before we get into that, really? I want to. It's really interesting because I think it was seven years ago, like yesterday, <laughs> that I saw another Jurassic World. Harley, can you put up the. This is a, something I posted on Facebook seven years ago. Good Lord. I left Jurassic World 10 minutes ago, and my heart is still racing. I think I had like a dozen mini heart attacks and cried a bunch. Naysayers can suck it. It so feeds everything your inner child wants. Go see it. And then I also put Chris Pratt is the new indie. Okay. Batman. You know,
0: hey, you are making the case for my dislike of the latest movie.
1: So before you get into your dislike, yes. um, this is the thing. I'm seeing a lot of hating on this movie on the Facebooks, the Book of Faces.
0: What are they saying?
1: Everybody is saying, it's a mess. But here's the thing. I went in just going, I'm going to have some popcorn and have a good time. And I had kind of had expectations where I was going to be bored even maybe. I was not bored once. It was super fun. It was fun seeing the old cast come together with the new cast. It was just constant a constant ride. It's Fast and the Furious meets Jumanji, but with dinosaurs. What more could you want?
0: Okay, I'm glad you brought up the seven years ago post talking about Chris Pratt specifically. The best part of this Dominion movie was the legacy aspect of it, bringing in Goldblum and Dern and... Sam something like those guys loved seeing them that was my favorite part of the movie what happens to Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard when those guys start to overwhelm the movie
1: what do you mean they get
0: lost they created this whole new reboot with Chris Pratt and Bryce you know helming the whole thing I
1: think Bryce no I disagree Bryce every frame Bryce Dallas Howard is in okay I did not like Bryce in the first movie, which was crazy because I love her and everything, but I think her character was written to be right. kind of unlikable. Oh, of course.
0: She was the antagonist for a part of but the movie. But
1: I loved her in this, and I feel like every moment on screen, she was working it. I remember thinking it, watching it, going, man, she is just not letting a moment go by. And I know she's directing a lot right now, especially like a Mandalorian and such, and I think that now that she's directing, she's she's really, I mean, she already <laughs> was as an actor, but I think now she's, she's thinking of every level. single I agree. frame. I, she's thinking about them. She's not letting anything boring. Fantastic. Yeah,
0: you know what? Okay, I was wrong about...
1: Stop. Say it again. <laughs> what would you say?
0: Bryce Dallas Howard was a very great part of that movie. Because every time the camera was on her, her eyes filled up with... Perfect emotion, whatever the scene needed and she was captivating. Mm-hmm. That being said What did Chris Pratt do in the movie? Tell me.
1: Well one, he was the cool indie. He was the action hero
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I also think that- I can't it was-
0: remember because he didn't do anything like he didn't maybe he had a, a sentence with his daughter I'm making air quotes and he screwed that up and that was it That's it for Chris Pratt in that movie <laughs>
1: It's an ensemble piece. Not everybody is going to get equal screen time, first of all. Um, I thought everything he was in was great. He was still action fun. He's kind of been on my not liking so much because his personal posts he's done. I've actually had to stop following him because it's just been a little bit making me not like him too much. But he made me like him again in the movie. So I think that's saying a lot.
0: <sighs> that is that is saying a lot.
1: Also, you said you didn't like it. I but didn't. How much did you just said it was there so... Was, hmm.
0: There was no sense of joy like, ah, coming out of the movie. I, it was a good uh, delivery system for popcorn. I'll say that. Also, what got lost in this movie? The dinosaurs.
1: That's not even true. It there's is true. There's
0: a whole sequence. Oh, no, I got a new apex predator. There's a
1: whole sequence where it's legit Fast and the Furious with dinosaurs. (laughs) And it is so fun. And I think that people are having issues with this, like not being realistic. But it's a freaking dinosaur movie set in today's time, or actually in future times of today, but, you know, whatever today would be. It's not going to be realistic. Just go have fun, you heathens.
0: Remember when the Tyrannosaurus Rex was the only apex predator in the dinosaur world? (laughs) Remember that? That was fun. That was good times. Now there's, like, four above him, and I don't even know who they are. Who? My, my friends, the dinosaurs.
1: Well, before we get into our next Nerd Couple argument <laughs> about these franchises, uh, I'm just going to say that I give Jurassic Park a 20, a full-on hit.
0: Mm. Big you're, miss. You're giving it a big one. Big miss. This is the
1: first time that we've had a 20 and a one. Yep,
0: big miss. Roll the dice. I
1: say see it. And I say see it in the theater with—I'm really bummed we didn't see it in Dolby because there was a point where, like, there was, like, the little dinosaurs, and you could hear the, like— <laughs> all over the theater and even you were like, "Oh, yeah. what yeah, the... Yeah. Okay, that Could was you imagine good. that in Dolby?
0: But it, the some of the parts did not equal, I think, something... I w- <laughs> was it
1: not in Dolby? Well, we couldn't get Dolby seats because all the theaters right. were sold out and we didn't want to wait, so... <laughs>
0: We got the nerd saying some stuff here. Uh, Fugu says, if you have to lower your expectations before the start of a film, then you clearly knew there would be issues. That's
1: not even true. I had to lower my expectations because everybody was hating on it. So Mm. that's not me knowing there's going to be issues. But yes, do I expect... Every movie I go in lately, especially when they're over two hours, do I expect them to be boring? Yes. Every time we watch a movie, I'm like, they need to cut out 20, 30 minutes of that movie. And I did not. I had a blast. And maybe I had a blast because I loved seeing the legacy characters and I just went on the ride. And I thought the girl who played the young girl was just uh, magnetic. Also
0: underutilized.
1: I'm, what do you want to do with an ensemble cast? You want everybody to have like the you, movie be sixteen Look, hours but they, long? Look,
0: they set it up for failure. You can't have that I many don't, groups.
1: She was not underutilized either. She was actually like a very important part of the chain of the movie. Anyway, we got to All move right. on because we had this started a whole nother. Moving argument. on. Well, we're not fully moving on because we're going to get into the actual nerd argument now. Yes. Uh, so that wasn't it, guys. Can you believe that? Um, so. Oh,
0: I can't wait. <laughs> Go ahead, say it.
1: I say Jurassic World. Or Jurassic Park, the whole franchise, there's not a single bad movie. Oh now, Jurassic God. Park 2, I think it was, where they went to the city, had a little bit of flaws, but I still loved every movie in the Jurassic World franchise, and I said, What are some other movies that have perfect franchises? And what did you say? (laughs)
0: There's no perfect franchises. Jurassic Park is definitely not a perfect franchise. Even Star Wars, which I love with every fiber of my being, is not a perfect franchise. I
1: knew he was going to say that. I disagree. I think Star Wars is perfect. I think I love every movie. Now, here's the thing. Now, when I say perfect, I don't mean the movies are perfect. I mean, you love every movie. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. Put your face down, (laughs) (laughs) sit all the down. Someone would say no. So <laughs> nobody saying
0: that. Uh, no cap. No cap. So,
1: <laughs> so I knew you'd say Star Wars. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. So, oh, well, let's first establish. When I say perfect, I don't mean the movies don't have flaws because that's subjective, right? I mean that you love and would watch every single. Let me finish. You would love and watch every single movie in a franchise. So multiple that- times. So that said, that said dress it works for me because I would um I'm gonna give you an example of what wouldn't work okay Transformers almost made the. no it almost made the list for me almost but there was that one Mark Wahlberg one that was I actually walked out of the theater I don't remember the name of it you. no you weren't yeah you were no I think I was by myself
0: remember that, that was the first time I got mad at you walking out on a movie
1: <laughs> no I was by myself okay um now you walk out on movies though
0: <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> only because of her
1: Anyway, my point is that's the only reason I couldn't make it because there's that one movie that I will never watch I will never even finish it. So, hmm. Star Wars. So, you say that it's not perfect. It's not. Okay, so then which movie are you going to remake?
0: Last Jedi.
1: Okay, I hate The Last Jedi, too. But, <laughs> so but, 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 but. but, but. But it's still a perfect franchise in that it's not a bad movie. We're just not happy with the direction Ryan Johnson took it. I almost said Ryan Murphy. That would be an interesting Star Wars. (laughs) What would a Ryan Murphy Star Wars look like? Nope. (laughs) Nope. It would be all the characters just murdering each other (laughs) naked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty spot on. (laughs) Uh, Ryan Murphy does Star Wars. So you can't say perfect franchise – and say, I wouldn't watch Last Jedi again. Why would you even do that?
1: Because my point is like, it's not, like the Mark Wahlberg movie that I'm speaking of in Transformers is actually a really bad movie. Like it's unwatchable. The Last Jedi, I would totally watch it again. It just angers me because there's things that happen that I don't want to have happen. I'm pretty okay. sure you've watched it multiple times. John. You have. Uh, it so, doesn't
0: matter though, but, I, that's the point but I don't like the movie and I can't say it's a perfect franchise if one of the movies you just don't like. But and, also, that's a, and that's subjective, yes, I get it.
1: But also, when it comes to Star Wars, though, there's so many movies, and to have one that you don't like because you don't like what happened doesn't make it a non-perfect franchise. But well,
0: we're not talking about objectively. It's saying not it's a, a bad movie, franchise.
1: though. It's just a, you don't like what happened. If if no no okay, answer this. Answer <laughs> this. No no answer this. If you were watching The Last Jedi in the theater that time, and at the end of that movie, Luke Skywalker all of a sudden, badass, whipped out his lightsaber and started fighting everybody and winning the day and did not have happened what happened, would you be like, I freaking love that movie? Yes or no? No excuses, yes or no?
0: Look, that gives a lot of pro to a lot of cons, okay? I don't know if it would be enough.
1: Okay, here we go. Here's my other ones. I want to try to convince you are perfect franchises. Okay. Um, first off, remind me how many are there more than? Because also, by the way, guys, this is four movies or more. We didn't want to do trilogies. It's four. Too,
0: when, you, when we you we literally
1: had this conversation already. I'm not going to give you the rules again in front of everybody again. Okay. But, we we agreed it was four movies or more. That trilogies were not part of this conversation. Okay. Because it's too easy to make a perfect trilogy.
0: All right, well, people. I can't believe the premise of the, your whole argument. There's no such thing. Okay, there's no anyway, perfect franchise.
1: Four movies or more. Here we go. Here's another perfect franchise, but you have to be a certain kind of fan to like all these movies. He's not going to agree because he doesn't like any of the movies. Okay. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> There There are a lot of people who would disagree with that. There is every movie in that thing. If you're a Fast and Furious fan, every movie in Fast and Furious is a fun ride. Who who, who are you? you, What's happening? You can't say that because you don't like any of the movies. But I'm looking to the fans, those of you listening to the podcast. If you're a Fast and Furious watcher, I would love you to chime in and tell me which one you didn't like. Because I think they are all a fun ride. None of them are boring.
0: Much in the way that John Wick got repetitive Fast and the Furious got repetitive and more progressively ridiculous. That's the point of Fast and the Furious. Look, I can go in there and be like, uh, that was a little ridiculous. But I'm not going to be like, oh, this is a cool movie. This is another wow, great I, movie in the I franchise. I thought
1: I was the snob for movies, but it turns out he's the also, snob. what happened to you saying that every movie is the best movie ever, John? What is that? No, Every no. Movie ever. Uh, we have a fact check happening. Hafugu mm-hmm. says John Wick isn't four. Isn't out till next year, so it's currently yeah, a trilogy. So I'll take that out for now. Oh. Huh. Uh, Jason says I like cars and Fast and the Furious is the definition of cashing in on a premise. Hey, but it works. do you
0: think it's a perfect franchise? No you, see
1: but you're doing this thing where you're going like you think Empire Strikes Back is a perfect movie yeah. and I could totally take every piece of that apart and show you how it's not a perfect movie What I'm talking about is a franchise that has mo- every movie you like yeah There's no movie in the franchise that you go. I hated that one
0: look Star Wars came really close And that's right. a lot of movies. Moving on. What, um, other, what else you got?
1: Mission Impossible
0: <laughs> No, which one was bad the second one where Tom Cruise's hair was long it was trash not trash, I, I don't never want to say that about a movie. Wait, that's
1: all you remember is Tom Cruise's hair was long. That was
0: just not a good, like, even people have problems with the first one, and I was like, I like it. I, I went back and I watched the first all... one. The second one was just, I don't even remember the third one. Um, so how could a franchise be perfect if you can't even remember a movie? What happens in the third from, from Mission I Impossible? Just, here's,
1: the pr- here's what you're missing about my discussion and why you're not making any sense to me. For me, when I say a perfect franchise, I will say it again for the 100th time in this discussion, I like every movie in that franchise. Like, I couldn't say, let's talk about Back to the Future trilogy. I love part one, can't stand part three, two is okay. So that's why I would say to me that's not a perfect franchise, but you love all of Back to the Future. You would watch all of them again and again. So you, if I let you be three movies, you'd say it's a perfect franchise.
0: Yeah, because I like the cowboy one when no one else does. I would say that, Even yes. though
1: I think its cowboy movies terrible. So I wouldn't take away the fact that you think it's a perfect franchise. I'm asking you, what do you think? Now I'm telling you what I think, and you're saying that can't be true because you only like the movies. But you're
0: saying Mission Impossible, and you cannot even tell me what happens in two or three. Yeah, but three. I
1: couldn't tell you what happens in you know most movies I watch because my brain doesn't recall things like that. I'm not the kind of person who can quote movies and remember things. I
0: if you're going to talk about a perfect franchise, I think rewatchability has to be a main factor it's, in that I, discussion. I would have
1: rewatched. I actually planned on rewatching them, but there's so many movies in this list that there was no way I was going to be able to do it. Okay, my final one that okay, I'm going to see please. what you what you uh, if you agree or don't agree. Uh, basically, I could say the entire MCU starting with Iron Man. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Okay, when you asked me to look at franchises, I poured over the MCU. I poured over every single franchise in existence. And I was like, no, the premise of your argument, there's no good franchise out there. Okay, which so one did you not like? So you, now you're bringing up the MCU.
1: How many Avengers movies are there?
0: Uh, t- oh, uh, three. And I look, I came close to agreeing with you, and I made a, my there's own four. list. I
1: knew it. So, since one...
0: we can't use trilogies, the Captain America, the three of those, I was going to say was a perfect franchise. I was going to say Captain America, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War, those are all rewatchable, all mm. great. And then but it can't. The
1: Avengers, right?
0: The Avengers has Age of Ultron. Not good.
1: Why is it not good? How actually dare you? How actually dare you? What, what is wrong with that movie? <laughs> he was
0: a crappy villain. There was no really progression on like the, the so you franchise didn't watch, as a whole. you
1: didn't watch that and think, this is, I'm having a fun time. Is it? I, I,
0: Come on, guys. Age of Ultron? Who's going to be like, oh, Age of Ultron. That's I've the watched, number one Avenger movie. I've watched that a million times. How actually dare you? So what What happens in that movie besides a robot? I can recap the entire movie.
1: <laughs> so Mar- Maria says that she thought Tokyo Drift was garbage, but she says she loves all the Mission Impossible movies.
0: Oh, really? What happens in the second and third? It is not about, Maria? It oh is not
1: about that. It's, not, it's about remembering having good feelings every time you leave the theater. What a couple of corpses! Am I right? I
0: think they're kooky in a normal kind of way.
1: The new show on Disney Plus, Miss Marvel. I want to show you an image I found. Uh, can you put it, Miss Marvel, one, please? Oh, wait, no, that's *Casadora*, the film that I made. I just wanted to point out that we did that effect before Ms. Marvel did. That's all. Here's my real movie. That's the exact same
0: effect, too. It's impressive. I know.
1: I know. Uh, thank you, Jason Gullifer, for making an awesome effect, and Amber Romero for letting us do your movie. Um, so put up the real one I wanted to put up. Uh, so this was posted in Everything Marvel from Derek Foster Jr. He says... I don't get why everyone is hating on Kamala Khan. If anything, I figured y'all would relate to someone who's been an outcast because of her obsession with Marvel and superheroes, which but is exactly why I love this movie, show,
0: this show, the show. Is, are people hating on the show? Yeah. Where do you see this stuff?
1: I mean, come on. People find a reason to hate everything. Oh Just man, like it's you in so Mission good. Mission and the,
0: Avengers. <laughs> That's different. I'm not hating on it. I'm just pointing out that you cannot call it a perfect movie. Look, anyway, if you
1: haven't watched it, it's basically, uh, I don't know, or if you don't even know the backstory, which I didn't know about yeah. Ms. Marvel. Um, she's a, a Muslim American who is obsessed with superheroes. She's made a costume to be Ms. Marvel for mm-hmm. Halloween. There's a whole Avengers convention that she's got to go to. And then she gets this special bracelet. I don't know if it's not a bracelet. What's it called? Uh,
0: a bracer. We'll call it a bracer.
1: I forget what they're called. But yeah. anyway, um, When she puts it on, it's from her grandma. It comes from her grandma. Great grandma. Great grandma. And Mm -hmm. she puts it on and basically her magic is pulled out. And the first couple episodes are super fun of her learning her magic and figuring it out. And then in episode two, she's already dealing with the reality of being a superhero and and what that can mean because you could kill somebody. You know, like it's
0: the show. is. There's only been two episodes, but the show is doing so much. It's fleshing out a wonderful character in Kamala Khan. It's fleshing out a culture. It's fleshing out the Marvel Universe some more. Mm-hmm. And in two episodes, it's been so fun. And in the first episode, remember how I was like, oh, this is like a Scott Pilgrim Marvel show. Mm-hmm. She's actually watching Scott Pilgrim in the beginning of the show. Did you see that? No. It, it, and they're they're throwing back to that. It's great. And in the second one, you know how you said uh, one of the characters looks like Marty McFly because he's wearing a... Yeah. Uh, thing.
1: And her main, her best friend is literally wearing the orange vest from Back to the Future. Like he, and he looks like Michael J. Fox.
0: It's specifically done because in the comic, the character is drawing Back to the Future Aww, all the time. Yeah,
1: I love that. Yeah. And good new costume department because I totally picked that up. Um, I love the family dynamic. I think it's it. It's gonna annoy people because it's very real and sometimes people don't like that real stuff. Um, especially teenagers. We're not sure if Harley's going to like it or not. But here, So here's the thing. I, one of my favorite stories about this, um, Iman Valani, I may be saying her name wrong, I'm sorry, but Iman Valani is the lead. Oh. I don't remember how old she is in real life, but...
0: She's spectacular.
1: <laughs> basically, she actually is a Muslim-American who loves superheroes, who literally dressed up as Ms. Marvel when she was 15. She cosplayed as Ms. Yeah. Marvel. This, she was made for this role. So apparently, she, she wasn't an actor. Her aunt was on WhatsApp, and um, she got some casting call forwarded to her. And they were like, this is spam. Like, this is a scam. Don't do this. But I guess for whatever reason, Amon kept thinking about it. And she at 3 a.m. apparently on the day that the audition was due, she decided to self-tape herself. But she's not an actor. She's, she, when she's telling the story, she actually laughs because she's like, I read the other characters' voices and I lowered the tone. And, <laughs> like, she just put herself on camera. And next thing you know, she's being flown to L.A. And now she's Miss Marvel. It, it's her first role. It
0: kills me. Not in a bad way. It's crazy to me that she's not an actress because what she does on this show is so genuine. And so there's a montage where she's feeling great because she went on, on this date and she's dancing around in her own universe inside of her head. And she's just so free. That Do you remember that moment? Yeah, of course. It was awesome.
1: I love how they go between the fantasy and reality and – um, there's just there's a lot going on, and I think the first episode was a little slower, but if you could stick with it, the second episode just moves, and yeah. once we're into it, oh
0: man! And now you're starting to like understand her powers. It's it's really cool.
1: Yes, it is. So watch hmm. it. Two twenties. <laughs> Vision, have you seen the kids? We.
0: We should probably just change subjects.
1: <laughs> I just want to t- briefly touch base on Showtime's First Lady. Yes. We we know we've mentioned it earlier before as one of the shows that you should be watching that you're probably not. If you haven't watched it yet, it's worth paying for a month of Showtime just to watch it. I think it's really important. Before we get into why it's important, I also want to shout out the women, Julian uh, Anderson, Viola Davis, and Michelle Pfeiffer, who play the First Ladies. They're giving performances that I've just never seen them give. They're of unbelievable.
0: I, I mean, I would go so far as to say that Michelle Pfeiffer kind of elevates herself above the crowd a little bit, well, too. Well, I don't
1: know about above the crowd. I think it's just that everybody's so shocked at seeing how different she is being from what we've known her as. Yeah. Um, and we're used to, like, Viola Davis being
0: Yes, an amazing. And amazing and, yeah.
1: But Gillian Anderson, look at the transformation what she has look. Oh, done. you know
0: what? I got to... I give her props too, man.
1: Yeah, she's playing um, Eleanor so Roosevelt. and But here's the thing. I want I wanted to bring it up because I think that it's so important that everybody watches this show because they don't teach us about these women in history classes. I didn't even know about Eleanor Roosevelt, and I'm watching this show like mind-blown at how much she changed this country for the better.
0: Yeah, these are stories that aren't taught in classes. Yeah,
1: and I love all the stuff, the behind-the-scenes with the Obamas, the things that like seeing it from Michelle's side. Seeing
0: it from the kids' side. Yeah,
1: it's... <sighs> It gives this whole... You already figured they went through a lot of stuff being the first black family in the, mm-hmm. in the Oval Office, but you have no idea until you see behind the scenes. And it's just... It's such a good watch, but it's also so important.
0: Was this based off a book? Do you know, or is, yeah. it, is it original content? So
1: each thing is based off actual facts. The Michelle Obama stuff is based on her, her book, oh, okay, which I'm forgetting the name of now. I'm so sorry, but it's her memoir, so it's out there. Um, but anyway, I don't know if you wanted to share anything else, but
0: that these women, I hope, we're executive producers behind this as well, because their stamp is will leave a mark for a while. And I, I do agree with you that this should be taught in schools.
1: Yes. History teachers, just show this series. Just show this series. Yeah. Your classes.
0: Well, and it's also, it, it would do a great job of empowering, you know, women in a classroom thinking that only men can grow up to be leaders of the nation.
1: Especially if it's like a social class, you know, because like there's a lot of like female-led social classes. That would be a great show to show at least. Yeah. I think dudes need to see it too, though. Yeah. Let's get into a little bit of nerd news. Ooh. This is the name.
0: What do you got?
1: I had to talk nerd news on this today because there's two very big announcements that have just got me in circles. I wonder if you it's have the same. A, well, ones. it
0: surprised me when you said that, so I started scouring some things, and I know what you're going to talk about.
1: Okay, so I now, didn't even
0: write it down because I know you're going to talk about it.
1: The first thing I have to bring up that I'm very confused by is um, Lady Gaga.
0: Not what I thought
1: <laughs> is in talks to play Harley Quinn. What? In Joker Two, and it's a musical.
0: (laughs) Yep, there's a lot to unpack there.
1: Exactly. I okay. I will say I love Lady Gaga. I don't. I'm not a fan of her music. That's just me. I don't like pop music, but I love the song she did, "Shallow." From um, I loved her in the movie The Star Is Born. I'm all about her playing this character and seeing where it goes. I'm just confused by the fact that this movie Joker that everybody loved that was a serious drama
0: is now going to be a musical. Also. Why replace Margot Robbie, who everyone it's across the it's not, board? It's, it's mm, different. Yeah. Uh, it's like a multiverse thing. Cool, no, no,
1: like it's Joaquin, different. It's walking Phoenix. It's not the Is same. The it's there. not the DC uh,
0: thread. Oh, Man, they got DC. Mm-hmm. Lock your stuff down, man. Mm-hmm. It's getting. But whatever, I'll see it.
1: You want to say something before <laughs> I?
0: No, no, I want to hear your. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll throw one in. I've been sitting on these for a while. Amazon. Is getting a live action Voltron. Dun 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 dun, dun, dun. form blazing sword. Oh. I
1: just picture corny Power Rangers type thing. What, uh, don't ruin it.
0: No, 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 no. Amazon's gonna do a good job with this. It's not gonna be corny. Power Rangers was the corny version of Voltron, essentially. I, w- I would agree. Like
1: to point out Hafugu's comment really quick. What? Joker two, electric boogaloo. <laughs>
0: nice. Okay. Yes. So this
1: is the big news that I saw yesterday, that I my brain exploded, and I had to put it back in before I could type it. And this is probably what you were talking about. You knew I would say. Kit Harington. Yes, it is. Attached to play Jon Snow in a Game of Thrones spinoff series at HBO.
0: So check it out.
1: If there is any character that <laughs> I will go back to Game of Thrones for it is Jon Snow.
0: Now timeline wise, no, it's kid Harrington. So it's going to take place after the end of Game of Thrones, yes, right? Yes, I would think so. So, all you haters on the end of Game of Thrones. I'm the only guy that like how the series ended. That doesn't
1: no, does, no. no. So, I know what you're going to say. Because you want to you like the whole wild things like past the wall things. So yeah. I don't. I actually when this came out I actually thought, "Man, if he would have been king, it would have been so cool." But I'll take it still.
0: See, and now you're going to yeah, see Yeah, but it has
1: nothing there's no C about it. We're not agreeing with you. We're just saying <laughs> we want more Jon Snow.
0: But you're going to be able to see how he overcomes being banished to the wall. Ah. He
1: he's acting like he's got this great revelation or this it great It is. It's, it's, he's going to get you literally have He's going to get his due. Yeah, but you have nothing over anybody who does not like how it ended. We're still like, we still don't like how it ended, and we still would rather have a different series, but at least we get a spin-off.
0: Maybe this show is going to try to appease those who didn't like the ending. I
1: don't know, but Kit Harrington. <laughs> yeah.
0: Last thing I got is <laughs> Married with Children. Remember that yes. show? No, tell me it's not rebooting. It's going to come back as an animated show what? with all the original actors coming on to voice their characters. That's weird. That's just dumb.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. That's just dumb.
0: I want to see how that show lives in today's world. Because if you go back and watch old episodes of Married with Children.
1: <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> uh, Hatsugo asks, you wouldn't go back for a show for Maisie? I think she's a great actor. I loved her character in Game of Thrones. I don't think she can... Hmm. She's not going to have the pull that... Kit Harrington with me. I love... What's her face? to play Daenerys? Why am I blanking on her name?
0: Um, Emily Clark. Emily, Emily Clark. Clark.
1: I love her. We'll watch her in anything. But I'm not interested in her doing a Game of Thrones spinoff.
0: But so, this... But I th- didn't you love every single second Arya was on screen, becoming more and more of a badass? And now, if you get yeah, to see her like in gonna, a new she's land, she's gonna
1: be like 18, 19 now. She's not gonna be a young kid badass anymore.
0: True. I mean, the sh- showing her rise from like a, a little girl who couldn't do anything to like to the most her. feared assassin in the world is something to behold, but now you get to see her as that, asset. it's like wanting to see Luke as a Jedi master, you know?
1: It's not the same. Luke is somebody we grew up with in our childhood, and we wanted to be, and we pretended to marry, or be with, or, you know, whatever, like, it's... And he was a leading character in the movies. Yeah, it's just different, and I love her, I don't, mm. I, I'm, why am I, um, what's her last name? Who? Maisie.
0: Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams.
1: Maisie Williams. I think she is just lovely, and I think that the th- everything I've seen her in, I've liked. I j- it's just not a draw for me.
0: A show where she's being a bad arse, count me in.
1: Well, one more thing that we will just agree to disagree <laughs> this on. This is a good nerd couple show. Uh, let's get the heck out of here.
0: <laughs> That's it. It's over.
1: Honestly, Ron, do you expect them to be here all day? Before we go, if you like our show, share this video on your Facebook with a little note on why someone should watch. <laughs>
0: you can find us and tag us on our socials at genpagefilm. That's at a Jen Page film and at Jedi John Curtis.
1: And you can check out all things nerdy by visiting nerdcoupleshow.com. Thank you to our show producer, Harleen Quinzel. Music by Chris Edgar. Opening animation by Jesse Yang. Show transitions
0: by Stephen Richardson.
1: Character voices by Lelia Simmington and Keith Harper. And thank you,
0: our live audience and our listeners. You are what makes this so fun.
1: I didn't believe you reading of that at all. Try it again.
0: <laughs> and thank you, our live audience and our listeners. You are what makes this so fun.
1: Try another one. <laughs> And thank you, (laughs) our live audience and our listeners. You (laughs) are what makes this so fun. Now we're talking. (laughs) Until next week, keep embracing the weirdo that you love and what makes them weird. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Nerd Couple Show. If you're having fun nerding out with us, please subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Rate and review as it helps others find the show, which helps us keep delivering fun content. We're also on all of your other favorite podcast apps. Nerd out all week with us on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. You can find us on all socials at Nerd Couple Show. We want
0: to hear from you. Send your questions and topics you think we should cover to NerdCoupleShow at gmail.com and check out our merch shop with original Nerd Couple Show designs. Visit TheNerdCoupleShow.com to find all the ways you can get into the conversation, including our private Facebook community, where all nerds are welcome. Thank you again for being on this hero's journey with us.
1: You know how to love me like